Using vaccines as a form of management, young auctioneer sale reports, both sale time, market information crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thanks goes out to our partners, the DLCC Ranch, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel and Wrangler. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Here's what is blowing up the news, and it is a big one. I'm heading to the Western Egg Reporter for this update. At the 121st Convention of the National Farmers Union, USDA Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack announced a proposed rule regarding the voluntary Product of USA label for meat, poultry, and egg products. In a release following his announcement, USDA wrote, The proposed rule allows the voluntary Product of USA, or Made in the USA, label to claim to be used on meat, poultry, and egg products only when they are derived from animals born, raised, slaughtered, and processed in the United States. The announcement delivers on one of the key actions in President Biden's executive order on promoting competition in the American economy and a commitment made in the Biden-Harris administration's action plan for a fair, more competitive, and more resilient meat and poultry supply chain. The increased clarity and transparency provided by this proposed change would prevent consumer confusion and help ensure that consumers understand where their food comes from. Vilsack explained that the proposed rule comes in response to a comprehensive rule in July, which included a nationwide consumer survey that showed current product of USA labeling claim is misleading to a majority of consumers surveyed, with a significant portion believing the claim means that the product was made from animals born, raised, slaughtered, and processed in the United States. The National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue said, For too long, family farmers and ranchers have been competing in a market where imported products were fraudulently labeled as a product of the United States. USDA is encouraging stakeholders, both domestic and international, to comment on the proposed rule. The proposed rule will open for public comment for 60 days after publishing in the Federal Register. Public comments can be submitted at www.regulations.gov. Little sale report time. We're going to start with the Lions Ranch from Manhattan, Kansas, their 35th annual Angus Bull Sale. 106 bulls coming in with an average of 7207. Call your Herefords and Angus from Idaho, their 43rd annual production sale. The yearling Hereford bulls coming in with an average of 9229 on the uh, Angus bulls. They, they had a number. They've got fall yearlings, they've got two year olds. But on the Angus bulls, the yearlings. 54 of those bulls coming in at 77.50. And then on the female side, 26 yearling Hereford heifers, 42.88. The Angus heifers at 40.16. Not a bad sale at all for Colliers. On to Rennert Ranch Charlay and the performance on the Platte Charlay bulls sale. 61 Charlay bulls coming in with an average of 55.98. Heading up to North Dakota in Forster Red Angus, they completely changed their, uh, their their sale format, a whole new sale format going completely online. Now, their 
56th annual production sale was a complete success by moving to a new format. In fact, uh, we're going to visit with them and find out more. I'm very curious of the how and the why on that. But regardless, their 2023 20, sale average on 80 Red Angus Bulls coming in at 47.35. On to Pawnee Rock, Kansas in Loving Farms, their 13th annual Shorthorn and Shorthorn Plus sale. 62 bulls coming in with an average of 44.23, 37 females at 20.79. Staying in Kansas and on the Gelvy Balancer and Red Angus side, the Judd Ranch at Pomona, Kansas, the 45th annual bowl sale production sale, 291 heads sold, Gelvy Balancer and Red Angus bulls, an average on almost 300 head at 61.67. Kearns Cattle Company, 39th annual production sale, 64 Simmental and Sim Angus bulls averaging 82.52. Going up to Shelby, South Dakota for Thorstenson's Lazy TV Ranch, the 42nd annual production sale. I had the opportunity to visit with Vaughn a little bit before their production sale. 122 balancer bulls coming in with an average of 6,030. 47 Sim Angus bulls at 57.90. 24 Angus bulls at just a tick over 5,000. That's 193 bulls with an average of 58.14. And then 40 open heifers coming in at 24.86. And we're going to wrap this one up staying in South Dakota at the Peterson Broken Heart Ranch in the 45th annual production sale. 75 yearling Red Angus bulls coming in with a solid average of 53.43. Coming up on the Ranch It Up radio show, vaccines. Are we using them as part of our management strategy? Well, we need to. And a young lady auctioneer. I tell you what, this gal is going to go far. Crew, the Ranch It Up radio show will be back after this. Can I interest you in live calves this winter and spring? How about getting rid of scours? I've talked about Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients before, and I'm bringing it up now because your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving to help eliminate scours. Pharmatan is now on my team of experts, so if you need some more information or have questions, just get a hold of me. You can head online to PharmatanUSA.com. You can look up Pharmatan on Facebook and Imogene Ingredients or call 515-745-1639. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 starts with horse racing. Six days with paramutual wagering, May 6th and 7th on Derby Days, coinciding with the Kentucky Derby. That'll be shown live in Mile City. Mother's Day is also special with moms free to the races. And more races added May 19th through the 21st. The world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. For schedule and tickets, go online, buckinghorsesale.com. Before you purchase your next set of bulls or females, remember this. The seed stock business is about genetic improvement and customer service. Allied Genetic Resources understands this as well as anyone. Marty Ropp with Allied. That's our charges as seed stock producers is people look at us and you've got to make genetics that work better for us. We see that charge, we understand that charge, and we're going to use all the tools we can to get there. Allied Genetic Resources, where the mission is commercial customer success, period. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. As much information as we can pack into a 30-minute program as possible. Spring calving, man, it it is begun for so many of us. And I wanted to tackle a management strategy of vaccines. Do we use them? How do we use them? Do we understand them? And especially at this time of year when we're 
calving those heifers. Maybe the heifers are done. We're moving on to the cows. Maybe we're just starting. Maybe calving will be yet in another month or so, but we need to be thinking about our vaccination program as part of our management. Joining me today is Dr. Mark Alley. Had him on the show many times before. Dr. Mark Alley, Managing Veterinarian with Zoetis Technical Services. We are in uh, one of two time frames where the majority of our cows are calving as we speak. So dangers of unvaccinated cows. Let's let's start kind of with that 30,000 foot level in terms of an animal husband husbandry perspective. Yeah, so when you start thinking about it from the cow-calf side of it, Reproductive efficiency is the way that a cow-calf operation is going to make money. And they've got to have a calf each year. And you've got to have a live calf. Boom, right there, yeah. have got to have a live calf each year. And really the best way that we can um, think about vaccines is it's, it's a... Um, an insurance policy. We don't know that that animal is going to ever get exposed to viruses or bacteria, and it's our job as good cattle owners to actually think through and recognize that if we can get them protected while they're open, primarily right after that calving, we get ready to put them in with the bull. Now we've got them protected when that calf is early in gestation, and depending on which product you use, we should get enough protection to go all the way through the whole um, gestation period. And subsequently, if we have a good job there, we're also going to get some of those antibodies passed through the colostrum and get some protection for that calf. So it, passive immunity. It, it's, it's, it's a whole complete system thing, and, and it really does begin with that cow prior to breeding. And, and it's a, it's a, I always say this all the time, it's proactive versus reactive, right? It's setting, it, it's setting us up in the next state, just like even though we're already talking about marketing the calves that haven't even been born yet. I mean, and, and in my opinion, that's how we need to go. So if we are not at that and we, oh, Dr. Mark was talking about this because there's that frustration where so many of us, no matter what we do, Mark, we're behind the eight ball, right? So if we are in that situation of we're behind the eight ball, we need to start over. We need to uh, we need to get our cows on a different program. What would be those steps? Yeah. So if you start thinking through what are some of the options, because we always have logistics and time. We're always short on 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 time for doing things, and things may get missed where we don't have that opportunity to vaccinate them while they are open. So there are products like Cattle Master that allows you to be able to use that in an animal that is pregnant or open so it's safe for any stage of gestation in those animals and we can incorporate that in and then that allows us to get some very very good protection so from a cow herd perspective that's what we would do with the cows the key is if we can go back and even take a step back and really think about setting that heifer up that's the key and we use those modified lives like boba shield in those in those heifers prior to breeding then we have some options available to us on the cows and we can get very similar protection with cattle master that we've demonstrated in some of the research that was done at auburn if we can get those modified lives like bova shield in the heifers prior to that breeding time when we're talking uh programs do we need to keep in mind when we're talking first calf heifers versus our brood cows do we need to have two different programs when we're working with it just like when we're calving right we want our heifers a lot of us calve them a little bit earlier than our cows a couple weeks do we need to do that same thing in this scenario so really you don't so once we have that first calf heifer as long as we've done a good job setting up the heifers 
we can, from a vaccine standpoint, we can use the same exact vaccine regardless of what how old that cow is in our herd, as long as we're doing a program with them each year. So we don't really have to do anything different with the cows based on age. The key difference would be with the heifers. So those heifers are open. We've got a lot more flexibility as to when we can handle those animals. Um, and we've got some windows in there that allows us, um, if time is, a, is short, we can switch that around a little bit and still get very good protection with those with those uh, modified lives like Bovishield and the heifers. And I'm just going to kind of conclude the way I always do with this, which is use your veterinarian as a consultant in your herd. Our vets are wonderful people, and they, they get us out of a pinch when we got to have a C-section. But let's be honest, they they want to get up at 4 in the morning to come out and do a C-section as much as I want to haul that cow into you. And, and we need to really... If, if we aren't there yet, now is the time to start for the next season and start putting together this program to be proact- uh, proactive versus react. Absolutely. Your veterinarian is critical in making those, helping you make those decisions because... Together come up with a program. Absolutely. Because they understand what the, the logistic challenges that you face. They also understand the area a lot and they understand what are the risks for your particular operation. So they're um, a key piece of your total heart health program. Dr. Mark Alley, good to visit with you one more time, my friend. For more information, you can always check out Zoetis and their line of products at any time. But moreover, I'm going to come back to what Mark and I were just talking about there. Check in with your veterinarian. If you don't have that relationship, start developing that relationship. And if you don't know who to talk to or you maybe you're looking for something specific, fire that our direction and Beck and I will try to help in any way that we can. Regardless, start that relationship today. Please, you'll benefit from it. I wanted to bring back back in uh, for this part, kind of a feel-good story, and this takes place when we were at uh, NOLA mm-hmm. at New Orleans for the NCBA trade show, and we were working the floor. You were taking in a seminar. I was obviously talking to somebody somewhere about something, but tell me about this young lady, Tyler, that was sitting next to you at the seminar that you were taking in. Yes, as Tigger said, I was taking in a seminar, and that's one of the beauties of when you go to some of these conventions. You can sit in and take in these seminars. Well, so was this young lady. Her name is Taylor Glines, and she's from Santa Maria, California. And at 23 years old, on her own, she found her way to the NCBA convention, wanting to take in and learn more about our industry as a whole. And and she wanted to network, right? And network. Just wanted to meet people. And you know what is fascinating? You know, everyone says that Tigger talks to everybody, but guess what? So do I and this young lady is just like myself loves to meet new people network and we got into a great conversation especially when I found out she is a female auctioneer and that's not uh that's not that common Mm-mm. it should be more common but it's not in a fairly male dominated mm-hmm. profession so she comes from a a lineage of auctioneers so when I walk by and uh, we had connected you said and I had I the, said I had you have recorder. to meet her I yeah. said I said, Tigger, come here. You have to visit with Taylor right now. Do a little interview. You said, you got to put her on the air. This gal, uh, she's got it going on. So, uh, Taylor, give us a little background, if you would, please. So, I'm actually, I'm a third generation auctioneer. My granddad is an auctioneer, and my dad is also an auctioneer. Um, And, you know, driving to school, most kids, their dads turned on the radio, and they listened to classic rock or old country. And my dad played a... Max Oliveira and Ralph Wade auctioneer tapes. So I, Aha. yes, sir. I I learned how to do the cadence and 
without even really meaning to, I kind of learned how to do it. And then, you know. Old Ralph Wade. It's like listening to a train, right? Just chug, 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 chug down the track. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Those guys, Ralph and Max, they're, they're so talented. And I was lucky enough to uh, go to Champions Chant with them in Turlock a couple times and learn from them. And it's, it's you so. You said go where? Champions uh, Chant? So it's called Champions Chant. It's the auctioneer school that I went to. And it's in uh, Turlock, California at the Turlock Auction Yard. Max Oliveira runs that. And um, the first time I went was just to, uh, you know, kind of learn the basics. So, you know, I, my dad just kind of said, I've never heard you chant. I want to hear it. And so I just kind of went off and he goes, all right, I'm going to send you to auction school. And so I went, kind of learned how to do it, got about a year of experience under my belt and decided, all right, I can count. I can talk in front of a microphone and I can make people laugh on stage. So time to learn how to, you know, be good at this and take it seriously. And so I went back and had the pleasure of working with Johnny Rogers. I worked with Max again. I worked with Ralph and I also worked with uh, Rick Machado as well. So having just those four world champions was... You're naming some pretty deep, yes, deep, sir. deep mentors, right? Yes, sir. They, I, I'm so blessed that I got to have that opportunity, learn from them and, you know, being a third generation as well. It's I'm, I'm blessed with so many mentors that I can look up to. So in the state of California, do you have to go to an accredited auction school to be able to get a license? Because every place is different. Some states, you can just apply for a license and here you go. Other states, you have to go to a school. You have to present a, a lot of times a certificate of graduation. So what is it in California? So in California, you actually don't need that. Um, you don't need a certification. You don't need to go to a school. It sure does help if you want to get rehired. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of guys who have that natural talent and, you know, they don't they don't necessarily use that and so you know more power to everybody else but for us specifically my dad uh, he runs Central Coast Auction Service I worked for him since I was 16 so it was just it was being around it and then building those connections for so many years and then getting up on microphones myself and kind of networking and you know every time I go up on stage it's like a job interview. So So what is your uh, favorite thing or animal to auction what is your least favorite? Okay, so um, I, I'm an independent contractor, like I said, So, and Central Coast Auction Service also, uh, we independent contract. Um, we do mostly benefit auctions in California, a lot of wine, so we do uh, auction. A little panache. A little, you know, you got you to throw a little razzle-dazzle in there every so often, and uh, so we do, we do a lot of charity auctions. We do some, you know, cattle, some horse sales, some... I think I even did a liquidation auction one time, and that was that was very different. But my favorites are the charity auctions because I get to meet really passionate people, and I get to raise money for some of the greatest organizations I've ever heard of. And you know, I get to I just get to meet incredible people. I get to travel, and I get to raise money for organizations that I'm passionate about. Here's what you can put on your new personalized California license plate: twenty five now fifty. Twenty five now fifty. Taylor Glines from Santa Maria, California, I think going to go far. I mean, especially on her own, decided, you know what, I'm going to travel across the country, I'm going to network, I'm going to meet people, and I'm going to try to expand those people with maybe whom I could do business with. Isn't that the Ranch It Up way? Yeah, I think so. Speaking of the Ranch It Up way, stick around. We've got more of the show is coming up. Kirk is on hold as we speak, and we will be right back. 
You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. We are a Westway Feed family of nearly 300 people working together to deliver over 2 million tons of product to our customers annually. We are Westway, uh, together as a team. We're working together to do great things to feed the people of this country. At Westway, yes, it's about our feed, but it starts with passion. Check out LivestockMarket.com, sales manager for LivestockMarket.com, Mark Vanzi. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform for online sales of all types of livestock, as well as hay and straw. LivestockMarket.com is brought to you by Tractor House and Auction Time, the industry-leading marketplace for connecting buyers and sellers of farm equipment. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. LivestockMarket.com. On Facebook, too. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us on the line with Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, let's talk uh, uh, numbers. What are we looking at as we're getting ever so closer to spring? We're talking about very much a parabolic feeder market, higher, higher. A parabolic. Ho- hold on here. Parabolic. A parabolic. Okay, we're gonna have you're gonna have to give us some education, my friend. What's what's a parabolic feeder market mean? It's a geometrical chart pattern that starts as a general curve and then increases the rate of incline to, to nearly vertical. <laughs> okay, so how does that relate to us with the markets? That means feeders are nearly vertical. Perfect. Okay, one, two, three, go. As of Friday, March 3rd, March feeders closed the week at 190.025. That's up 90 cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 185.43, also up $2.66 on the week. That leaves our basis at negative $4.57. That is quite wide as March enters expiration month. So we'll either need cash to continue to rally to the board or futures to settle back to cash at some point this month. April live cattle closed the week at 165.52 and a half. That's up a quarter of a penny on the week. Cash traded mostly at 165 early Friday in all regions. That leaves our five area weighted average on steers at 164.84. That's up a dollar 19 on the week, <clears throat> and our basis at a negative 58 and a half cents versus April futures, a very normalized basis for April futures. Choice boxes closed the week at 289.32. That's up another two dollars and four cents, with estimated spot packer margins at 125 dollars a head. In conclusion, March corn closed the week at six dollars and 47 and three quarter cents. That's down two and a quarter cents on the week. So those people wanting a little bit more information or to, as we always say, to to kind of start this communication ball rolling, or if you have some questions for Kirk, the one of the best ways, or we're going to say the best way to start is by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 
888-253-3777. And then, Kirk, if somebody does that, they're listening to the program right now, and then by the following week, will they get on your your newsletter list and start uh, getting uh, a lot more information? Is that about the turnaround time? Yeah, I would say that would be about it. it is, uh, that kind of launches uh, the system, and then you've got to create a password and do some other things. So it, is, it does take a little bit of work after you text that, but, but texting cattle to that number kind of launches the process. Feedstock producers, do you have a personalized website yet to promote your brand, your name, your sale, your genetics? Custom-built websites from livestockmarket.com are the industry's most affordable and fastest way to have one built. Work with a cattle marketing rep and a professional graphic artist to design a website that tells your ranch's story and impresses upon your customers who you are and what you're doing. Plus, websites hosted by Livestock Market are linked directly to your online livestockmarket.com account. This means your private treaty cattle for sale listings simultaneously appear on your website and livestockmarket.com, the world's largest private treaty cattle sales website. Internet bidding for live production sales can also be integrated directly into your website. No more sending your customers to a third-party platform to place bids on your sale. They stay and bid right on your site. To learn more, call us at 844-775-4762 or check us out online at livestockmarket.com. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Before we say fare thee well, one final tip of the hat, and that goes out to all of you veterinarians, the veterinarian techs, the veterinarian assistants, all of those that are taking that 2 a.m. call that nobody wants to get, but you know what? You always answer the phone and you're always there for all of us out in the field. We sure do appreciate it. You know, and hopefully there's going to be less and less of those, but it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is that time of year. It is, it is. And you know what? A quick tip of the hat, too, to the spouses of those individuals and being understanding because it takes a village, doesn't it, in anything we do these days. I'm glad you threw the spouses in there, too. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Dr. Mark Alley with Zoetis Animal Health. Taylor Glines, best of luck to you in your auctioneering career. What a nice young lady. Oh, she was such an amazing uh, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, and, of course, to you, the boss lady. A big thanks to our partners, DLCC Ranch, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, Farmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFDTV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We've got multiple up, uh, updates, that is, that we put on there each and every week. Our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. 